ഫ്രീഡിയോസ്റ്റിംഗ് It's a fact that it only has a 16 GB DDR, DDDR5 RAM which is okay-ish compared to the 24 GB GDDR5 RAM on the RTX 3090, not the 3080 or the 3070. 16 GB does not sound right to me if you're playing a Doom Eternal or... a red dead redemption you're obviously going to need more because those games are going to eat up all your ram cyberpunk coming out soon oh my god i don't think it's going to last as long or as good as the 3090 but that's not all now the frame rates are amazing it can it's marvelous i must say compared to the nvidia's out there it's fantastic we've got the radeon rx 6900 xt at 100 fps compared to the rtx 3090 which has 80 to 90 in average This is not bad but you know an extra 10 frames per second makes it better. Of course it does. Well not to the naked eye. Hello greetings this is Ram from the future. I am editing and I just found out I didn't say what the game was. That was for the Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Thank you. And then Battlefield 5. from star wars that has i guess that is where amd was rocking the party because 6800 xt got 100 and 100 210 fps which was the maximum for rtx 3090 as well but the 6900 xt maxed at uh, 120 fps i guess it's better but that's not everything you're looking for and you know there's other games where rtx clearly has the better hand some have pretty much the same level of benchmarks so we've got doom which uh, which takes a lot of ram and which is a great game and one which has a lot of capabilities running at 140 to 
for both of the one i guess that's great and uh, one thing i want to mention is that these benchmarks are uh, with the amd ryzen 9 5900x which is the best it's the best cpu out there right now so i guess you can see how it can get better because you know amd has been put to the test with amd so it clearly has the better hand here and unlike the geforce rtx which might not give as much as a boost with, with neither an intel or the amd ryzens so that brings a lot of pluses to the amd radeon xt and it's like they waited for the rtx launches to be a disaster from everything we've seen about the 3070 the 3080 and the 3090 all of them it has been a disaster people have been craving for it people have been got it on ebay people are selling it for thousands of bucks oh my god it's such a disaster i hope it does not happen to amd i hope they have took the precautions and it would be great to see amd in the spotlight i hope everything is launched correctly everything is designed perfectly and will run perfectly with all your processors and would not require a lot of power which it will but you know if it's better than the 3090 what is the loss and yeah it's a plus for amd amd ryzen 9 which is superb amd radeon which is superb now what else do they need well i guess nothing because intel does not have a graphics card what's going to be next for this industry nobody knows let's wait for the future and talking about the future my other podcast vision for the future is set out to come next saturday if everything goes right and i hope you check it out okay now back to this one before we move on to oneplus and the notes it was techtober and there were many events and so i'm going to rate each and every event i'm going to start off with apple's time flies event that's the one i like more than iphone event because iphone wasn't that fascinating or interesting they didn't bring anything new whereas this one had a lot of new stuff so first of all starting with the blood oxygen what do you call it sensor and then there was ipad air which was it was like the ipad pro but the next generation with a few downsides it's like the smaller ipad pro but not the ipad get it something like that and it really impressed me and the fingerprint sensor on the 
the power button that was good and then there was the A14 Bionics announcement for the first time and that's what actually caught my attention because that was the first fine nanometer processor then we had the USB-C announcement so that was a plus to the event as well because I've been craving for USB-C in iPads and Apple in general for a long time. I don't know when they're going to change it from Lightning to USB in their MacBooks. And that's why I like the iPad Pro because that brings it closer to Android kind of stuff. So that's what impressed me other than the processor itself. And then I have to go with Apple's high-speed event because, of course, it's the most hyped event in 2020 except for the PS5, which was more hyped because that comes every five years four years yeah my point is apple event was hyped it didn't give out anything too much it was like the grand event and that's the reason why i like that and of course the boxy design which i didn't quite like but people liked so that was one reason. And then there was MagSafe. Do I need to talk more? Come on, MagSafe is the best thing. And next, Samsung event. I guess I like Samsung's event one and not event two. Because Note 20 Ultra. Duh. Then there was the S7 tablet, which can call the iPad Pro competitor because it's on the same level. It has all of the same values as it. And it even has the S Pen which is now faster with writing. And so I give it to Samsung. And then there was of course, the Galaxy Z Fold 2. Yes, Galaxy Z Fold 2. I don't know why they have the Z yet. Yeah, so Galaxy Z Fold 2 was an amazing product. We all expected it. But it turned out better than our expectations. Which did not happen all the time. So... Thumbs up to Samsung on their first event. And now that Samsung is the third, I wouldn't say Samsung event 2 is at fifth because there was the OnePlus Nord launch, which turned out to be great. And it was the very last event with Carl Pei, now that he has left OnePlus, so 
I really like it. And I still don't think it's above Samsung because Samsung gave huge announcements like the Fold, the tablet and the Note 20 Ultra. So, yeah, it's going to be fifth. Now, I'm going to have to share the place with AMD because AMD's events are always cool. They are awesome to watch. And, you know, all those gaming intros and stuff makes it AMD look super cool. And, therefore, I'm going to give the fifth place to AMD's Ryzen launch and AMD's Radeon launch. So, two points for AMD. Congrats, AMD. I'm impressed. And talking about AMD, I guess I'm going to give sixth place to the NVIDIA launch. It wasn't appealing, sorta, because there's AMD and then there's NVIDIA. Now, NVIDIA's GPUs are awesome. You know, they're as good as the AMD's Radeons, but their presentations are not so good. And I'm going to give it the sixth place. And then there was LG Wings launch, which blew everyone's mind because of its form factor. Nobody expected that kind of phones from LG because you had Samsung or some other company for that. So LG really got that and maybe I'm going to place it at 5 and not 6. I don't know. It'll... The phone was good and then there was Austin and I guess it turned out to be pretty great and so that goes at 5 with so 5 has the OnePlus launch which is good AMD launch which was also good the AMD Radeons and Ryzen's I mean and then there is the LG Wing launch which also went pretty great so I'd say That's it, but there's one more phone. Wait, there's one more event, and there's one more phone. I'm gonna give the seventh place to Huawei. Of course, it's Huawei. I mean, great phone, great specs, and not so great UI. No Play Store. No, wait, there's an app store, but it's not as great as the Apple app store, so I would not steal Apple's app store name for Huawei. And then there was the event itself, which was not good and... Well, I didn't even watch it. 
that's how less I cared about Huawei right now. Just from the fact that they can't compete against the big companies and, well, their phones are pretty good, but you've got to say what you've got to say. The UI is not so great and that's why the event wasn't hyped and it rocketed down. So, Huawei goes at 7th place, which is not bad, I guess, I don't know. That's it on this topic. Now, the North's younger brothers were the N10s and the N100s. No plurals, only singulars. So... Now, the numbers might come off a bit confusing. The N10 is better than N100, which does not make sense in any possible way. Because as the number increases, the value increases. Well, I hope that's right. And so, N10, first of all, is a 5G phone, whereas N100 is not. And N10 is supposed to be, yeah, the OnePlus Nord second generation sort of thing. But, you know, it's cheaper and it does have some negatives to it compared to the Nord, which was not a great phone. So they've tried to improve. So, first of all, Nord N100 because that's the lesser half. Yeah, that, that does not make sense. Nord N100 comes with a Snapdragon 400 series chip. Which is not the worst thing in the world, but... It's 2020, it's time to swap out the chips. Well, it comes with a 720p panel, which makes sense because this is $200 price range phone. And it's pretty hard to get phones around that price. Even the old OnePlus started at 399 and stuff so this is not the oneplus we are used to but they make good hardware but these are not the best i must say and it's understandable for the price but it would have been helpful if they had thrown out the depth or maybe even the macro camera and added either a good ultra wide angle or maybe a 5mp macro so that the cameras wouldn't have been the garbages they are or swapped out that 13mp camera with better one one of the very less fascinating things i found about the phone were their cameras and i didn't expect that from OnePlus because their cameras have been good. 
So cameras are garbage as I told you earlier. Not a surprise, it's two hundred dollars, but you know you have two useless cameras. Gotta swap them out. They're just taking that triple camera, but they're okay for this price. And I'm not gonna complain a lot of this lot about this phone and it makes sense for oneplus to come to this price range with great hardware for this price range you know you get a 4 gb 64 gb storage option well that's the only option so you can't call it an option well i don't know what to call it but that's good and then we've got the N10. Now N10 has changed a lot from the N100. So N10 starts with 5G. Which is not a positive but neither is a negative. It's good to have on phones. And they brought it so that's perfect and then we come to the cameras now they have improved 64 mp primary camera 8 mp ultra wide angle then we've got the useless cameras 2 mp depth 2 mp macro so this phone is not as bad as the other one well that was not bad either but this is better but you know there are other things which i'll come to later on so snapdragon 600 series which is better than snapdragon 400 and that does raise the price and then a 1080p panel instead of a 720p panel so that's an improvement there are a lot of improvements between that one and this one like a lot lot and then we've got nothing else to be happy about so if you ask me i'd buy the node the original one over this one but there's one key difference and there's the price so nord was around 400 usd but it did not come out in america hey this is ramadav from the future who's editing by the way america i'm referring to is usa in case you didn't know yeah that's it thank you so there's that but then there's this phone which is said to be launched in usa but the downside is that this comes with a price tag of 389 usd which is bad because there's the pixel 4a which is a great phone or iphone se so i see it hard to compete in this price range with all the other great phones now that we have the pixel 4a 
and I guess Pixel has a better camera setup, so that's their better processor than this one. So that's again a plus for the Pixel 5. Sorry to interrupt your listening experience again. So I'm not talking about the Pixel 5. That was an accident. It is Pixel 4a. You can continue. And yeah, this is where OnePlus Nord N10 takes a turn to being a voice phone than the N100 because N100 offered everything for the price range and from what we know N10 doesn't so Pixel 4a is better I'd say so even if you don't I still think Pixel 4 is a 4a is a great phone 4 was not that good, but 4A is better. So, please pick the 4A. Just because it's a better phone. Well, I'm not requesting you to or anything. But, it is better than the Nord. If it was 300, 350, maybe I would have said to pick it over a Pixel because... I don't know. Now that I think of it, I think Pixel 5 is better. Pixel 5 is better. But it's 4A I'm mentioning here. Oh god, I've made so many mistakes in this episode. Really sorry. I was just off. Well, that's it because I don't want to dwell much more into this topic. I talked about it a lot. And now on to a short break. Ryzen's 5000 series or the 5th gen Ryzen's. Now, on to social media influences, but not the famous ones. Have you heard of League of the Legends? Well, you should have. And maybe you wouldn't have, but that's not the point. If you have, they have made a virtual model. And I am not the person to be talking about fashion and stuff, but uh, virtual models are people are 
I couldn't call them. What do I call them? You know, models. Now they are virtual. So, basically, they are, let's say, digital imagery. Well, I've got nothing much to say on this topic. And um, there are some famous ones like um, Seraphine from the creators of League of Legends. And then we've got Emma Graham. And they have 300,000 to 400,000 on Instagram. Now, that's a lot for just digital imagery put with real world. I'm just surprised this has this much following. Now, on to the next topic. Am I forgetting something? Let me make sure everything's out there. Well, I talked about everything. I think so. Oh, and on November 10th is the third and should be final event from Apple. I don't know what it's about. Well, I hope good things come out of it. And that's it for this episode. Hope you enjoyed it. Rate us on Apple Podcasts or Breaker. Follow or subscribe wherever you're listening to. And help us spread the word. It's blah, blah, blah with Ramadan. And I'll catch you guys on the next episode.